Welcome to Wisdom Inspired, a podcast designed to help high achievers to eliminate burnout and overwhelm. Now let's prepare to open our hearts, our minds, and our notebooks to receive today's wisdom. At all, because I want to make sure we get every bit of this one this morning. I'm excited to share it. Um, So today's topic is standards for engagement. Standards for engagement. When we're living according to our true identity, we are setting the standards for how others will engage with us. Maybe you have experienced a time when someone got angry with you and said that you weren't caring enough or you weren't supportive enough or you just wasn't doing what they wanted you to do at that time. And because of who you are and because of your heart, you say, well, you began to consider your actions. You began to reflect and look upon what took place or what was the situation and try to find places and ways to improve or make the situation right. You even find yourself feeling like you have to be something that other person wants you to identify. You find yourself feeling like you have to be something that that other person identifies with or approves of. But inside, when you start behaving the way they want you to behave, there's something that's a little bit off. You start being a little unsure of yourself. Maybe you're just feeling kind of like, I don't know, you know, and you're still questioning yourself, what did I do? I still don't quite, I can't wrap my brain around why you feel that way. But you press on, you start behaving exactly how they want you to behave. Even though you're having those fake feelings that's going on inside of yourself, but the other person seems to be happy with you again, and they have given you their approval. They have now validated you with their stamp. They said, okay, I'm happy again. But after a while, you stop behaving a certain way, and it's their turn to remind you again that you aren't deserving of their approval anymore. It's because you're not behaving according to the way they identify with you. So now, once again, you find yourself trying to evaluate what happened. What am I going wrong? I'm only doing what feels right to me. I haven't done anything disrespectful or malicious or callous or anything intentional to hurt anyone. I can't understand why they're not happy with me. I'm behaving like myself. So what am I doing wrong? Here's the key. You're now evaluating yourself based on another person's identity of you instead of on the identity that was given to you by the one who created you. See, your standard of engagement is now being set by someone who doesn't have a vested interest in the power of your identity. See, people will try to make you who they want you to be to fill the holes and the voids in them that they refuse to be responsible for taking the necessary action to fulfill in themselves. See, your creator has a vested interest in you because we've discussed he has an agenda. 
He has an ideology, a pattern that is specific to you for you to follow with a specific set of characteristics that he's putting you because there's a unique purpose for you. His good order and his good timing is his agenda, his purpose for your identity. And you have to remember that he sets and requires a higher standard of engagement. The human mind can't even comprehend, and you should never render your standard of engagement upon another person who was not created by themselves either, right? Many times that other person is supposed to have an issue with you and your behavior because you're operating in your true identity with a standard that's been set that's requiring them to grow. But because they are too blinded and because they may refuse to even embrace the responsibility, control, and power they possess, they simply want to deflect it in a way that blames you for being you, that makes you wrong for being yourself. See, their resistance is simply showing up because they aren't living in their true identity. They don't know who they are. They have spent their lives dancing to other people's tunes and other people's ideas of them, and they now want to transpose that onto you. They haven't found out who they are because they haven't taken the time to tap into their creator. But I encourage those of you that are here today, when you've evaluated yourself according to the standard that's been set by your creator, when you know that in yourself, you have found and been pleasing in his sight. You haven't violated his laws of engagement. You haven't done any harm to anyone. I encourage you today to begin to tap into who you are in that moment. Take back your control and your power for your identity. Stand in your standard of engagement and make a decision in that moment. Will you let another person control who you are? or where you embrace unapologetically who you are and what you're able to do and stand by your standards. Will it cost you? Absolutely. Because we learned that our identity, the power to be who we've been called to be, will cost us. It, we will have to risk letting go of some things. But what we have to be mindful of is that the reward will pay off in the end. Now, this doesn't mean that we go through life just always assuming that everybody who has some type of issue with us is simply lost. But I can tell you how to test it and determine if it's the case, if they're trying to impose lower standards on you or if it's really something that you need to address in your behavior. The way you measure it, again, is you go back to the standards and the principles given to you by your creator. You revisit his agenda for you. And in that moment, you ask yourself the checklist. Have I committed some self-inflicted nonsense that is causing me to be out of order with him? If you find that you're not, the next thing you do is express your standards. Express it from your place of power, not approaching them as a victim trying to understand why they aren't happy with you or seeking their approval, 
but you walk in standing in the power of who you are and say, I understand that somewhere we're not seeing eye to eye, but this is what sits right with me. This is what serves me. So what serves you? And then see if we can find a compromise. If they're not willing to simply respect the fact that you've embraced who you are, nine times out of ten, the issue isn't you. The issue isn't your behavior. The issue is that they can't meet your standards. And you have a responsibility in that moment, in that moment, to decide will you be the light that will shine brightness upon them to help them find who they are, or will you just cower away in the shadows and decide to accept their approval and let go of the truth of who you are? Your standards for engagement all depends on your identity with yourself. You have to decide in that moment, do I conform to who they think I need to be to please them, or do I continue to stand in the truth of who I am and require them to rise up? Am I willing to risk them being happy with me to hear my creator tell me, well done? Do I believe enough that in my power of identity, that they really don't need what they think they need from me. They need exactly what I'm meant to provide for them in this moment, and it's a possibility they have yet to see it. That's what we get to decide as leaders. As leaders and high achievers, we get to decide our standards of engagement, and we get to decide if we will follow through with that identity unapologetically, standing in the truth of who we are, being willing to risk it all, for the greater reward, the power, and the peace that comes because we are doing what we should be doing, right when we should be doing it, the way we should be doing it, without man's validation, without man's approval, and without their shaky and flaky acknowledgement. That doesn't mean we all don't like to hear other people congratulate us. But what I want you to know, leaders, is that when you do it the way you're supposed to do it, you'll begin to see people celebrating you that you never even knew were watching. And they will come ready to buy into your vision and your dream simply because you have had the ability and the wherewithal to be who you've been called to be. And now they get to celebrate your character and not just your gift. Thank you all so much for joining us here on Wisdom Inspired this morning, and I hope this word has encouraged each and every one of you to continue to live in your true identity so that you can be intentional and authentic with your leadership and with the businesses that you're growing, with the services you do in your community, and in every way that you show up because you have to know that your light is changing the lives of people around you, and people need standards. They no longer need people that's willing to just let them sit in their mess. So thank y'all for joining us. Today we're excited. On Wednesdays we have a great, great networking mixer where we have lunch together, I like to say, from 11 to noon Central Standard Time with the AAC co-working community, its members and others in the public who just want to build their network and meet other great women who are building and walking in their purposes and providing value to one another. If you like to join us for today's event, we'd love to have you. Send us an email to hello at aaccoworking.com and we'll send you the link to join us. 
If not, we still would love to hear from you, your thoughts about this call. Hopefully it's impacting you. Be sure to share the call with others and then meet us back on the line tomorrow morning for some more great, wonderful words of wisdom. You guys have a great and wonderful day. I hope you enjoyed the episode of Wisdom Inspired that was brought to you by the AAC Coworking Community, a virtual community designed to support female entrepreneurs, business owners, and freelance professionals. For more, go to wisdominspired.net.